guys um happy friday welcome to part two of bad reputation the expose of taylor swift um if you guys listen to episode one what's up shout out you guys fucking love that video by the way you guys flock to that like crazy like i had released it and within like minutes so many people had listened like started listening to it it was so crazy like i've never had a video like do that well it was insane um so thank you guys so much for listening i like really love that episode and i think you guys are gonna really love this episode also um in that episode i talked about how i was gonna release the part two the next day which would have been monday but i was flying back from la that night and i was supposed to land at 8 p.m um but southwest had other fucking plans for me and I landed at 11 p.m. My flight didn't even take off until 9 p.m., an hour after I was already supposed to have been home. So I couldn't record that night because by the time I got home, it was past midnight and I had to get up for work early the next day and I was just exhausted and like so over everything. So yeah, and then I had no other time to record this week. And so now it's Thursday night and I'm recording for tomorrow so I can give you guys part two so you guys have the weekend to listen to it. Um, and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program on Sunday where we do a weekly roundup of celebrity gossip. But let's just get back into the expose of Taylor Swift. Um, we left off last time after Taylor Swift had ruined Joe Jonas, Camilla Bell, Harry Styles, Katy Perry, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> John Mayer. Am I missing anyone? All their lives. She had lied about all of them. Um, dragged him into narratives they didn't ask to be a part of. She had um, used fem- feminism with the only goal to make money off of it. And yeah, that's it. So we're going to dive back into 2016, early 2016. Let's jump right in. This is my favorite part of the story. So I hope you guys love this episode. Let's go. Um, So, early 2016, Kanye West released Famous, which I'm sure you guys all already know the lyric that's from that song that caused so much controversy, but if you don't, I'll just tell you now. Um, There's a song in the song called Famous that says, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? Because I made that bitch famous. And let me tell you guys, when that song came out, (laughs) everyone lost their goddamn minds because people thought that Kanye West was like targeting Taylor again and that he was like trying to ruin Taylor's life again and like trying to ruin her spotlight because remember at this point in time Taylor Swift was all hailing queen of girl squads and all things feminism so how dare he put out a lyric like that People lost their shit, you guys. Like, everyone on Twitter was going crazy. All Taylor's Girl Squad girls were, like, losing their minds, defending her, calling him, like, people are calling him, like, a pig, saying he's misogynistic, saying that he's a pervert and he's a creep and that he's just a disgusting human. People were destroying him. Um, And Kanye was like, okay, well, I got Taylor's approval. Like, I called her personally before releasing that song, and she said it was okay. And, like, no one believed him. Everyone was like, no, you're a lying, disgusting, like, misogynistic pig. Like, everyone hated him. And he was just like, okay, but I, like, called her. And in the meantime, Taylor, of course, is just silent. 
silent radio silence until a few days later when it's the grammys and this bitch wins an award for album of the year and she goes on stage and she was like there will be people who try to take credit for your success and undercut you along the way but just know that the only person that got you all the success is yourself and people were like okay, well, that's obviously about Kanye. Like, that's obviously, like, her first statement about Kanye saying, like, and it's, like, makes a clear statement that she did not approve those lyrics. Um, So everyone was like, Kanye, you're, like, disgusting. You're a liar. Like, she didn't approve it, obviously. Like, she's talking shit about you in her speech, and she didn't say she approved it. And so then um, everyone just, like, hates Kanye, and Kanye's just like, okay, like, whatever. Like, (laughs) um, and then... In June, Kim does an interview with GQ, and they ask her about the whole situation, and she says, like, not only did Taylor know about it, but there was a phone call, and not only was there a phone call, but we actually have fucking video of that phone call, and, cheering on top, Taylor Swift sent us, Taylor Swift's lawyer sent us letters demanding that the footage be destroyed. And at this point, everyone around the world is shook. Everyone is like, bitch, what? My wig was on Venus sitting pretty. Like, everyone was like, there's video of it. And her lawyer sent you a letter asking it to be destroyed. So Taylor knows there's video of it. And this bitch still hasn't spoken up and said, like, I approved it. So then a few weeks go by and... Kim and Kanye, like, don't release the footage, so people are like, okay, well then, clearly she's, like, lying. And in the meantime, Taylor was like, I just, like, don't understand, like, why Kim and Kanye won't leave me alone. Um, so she still has a chance to admit that she knew about it, but she doesn't. She just says, like, I don't get why they won't leave me alone. And then Kanye releases his video for Famous, and it's the, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. It's the video with all the wax figures of, like, Bill Cosby, Donald Trump, Chris Brown, Rihanna, um, and then, like, and they're all naked and in the same bed, and then right next to Kanye West is, like, a naked wax figure of Taylor Swift, which, as much as I hate Taylor Swift, I don't think that was okay to do. I I think it's kind of disturbing to, like, make a naked wax figure of someone who didn't approve it and, like, show it to millions of people, but... That just, like, proved the point anymore, even more that people were like, Kanye West is, like, trying to ruin Taylor Swift. Like, she didn't approve any of this. Like, you're a liar. You're misogynistic. You're a creep. All this. And Kanye West is kind of just like, okay, whatever. Like, people are going to make me the villain no matter what. Like, I'm not going to, like, run out of breath trying to defend myself against Taylor Swift. Like, so believe what you want. But Kim, on the other hand, she goes into, like, mama bear mode. And she's like, I'm going to protect my fucking family. So then, um... It's July 18th. It's the best day of my life. It's National Snake Day and National Emoji Day. Keep that in mind. And we're all just trying to live our lives. We're all just sitting comfortable. Nothing's going on. There's a summer breeze. Warm weather. We're all just cozy. Living that summer laziness. When a miss. Kimberly Noel Kardashian West heads to Twitter and says, Do you guys follow me on Snapchat? You really should, with a wink face. And we're like, 
That's weird. What are you up to, Kimberly? So in masses, we all leave Twitter and walk on over to Snapchat, where this bitch, Miss Kimberly Noel Kardashian West, has put every video footage clip of the phone call between Taylor Swift and Kanye West. This bitch put the video footage on her Snapchat for the world to see because she was sick of this little country ass bitch lying about her family. And she was like, oh no, 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 bitch. No, no, no. I have the footage, and now it's on my Snapchat, which is public for the whole world. By the way, did you know I have hundreds of millions of fans? <laughs> and in the video, not only does Taylor approve those lyrics, she says, Oh my god, it will be so funny because everyone will be so mad at you, but then I'll be like, Joke's on you guys, I knew about the lyrics the whole time. <gasps> Can you guys fucking believe that? This is months of her denying that she knew about the lyrics, that she knew about the song. And there's fucking... And let people destroy Kanye West over it. And there's fucking video footage of her saying, not only did she know about it, but she was going to make everyone look like an idiot because they're going to be mad about the song and she's going to be like, no, I knew about it. I approved it. But... Then the song came out, and there was intense backlash, so this bitch backpedaled real quick and was like, oh shit, that wasn't the reaction I was expecting, and now that I'm like queen of feminism, I can't be out here letting people know that I approve those lyrics, so let me just fucking backpedal here and be queen of feminism again and be like, I would never approve those lyrics, I didn't know anything about those lyrics, blah blah blah. Oh, and by the way... Um, before all of this, like, right after the Grammys, Taylor Swift team, like, put out a statement saying the only time that Kanye had called her was to ask her to promote the song on her Twitter without her hearing it, and she told, and she warned him about releasing a misogynistic song. So that was her statement, that Kanye only asked that she promote the song on Twitter and not to approve the lyrics, and that she warned him about releasing a misogynistic song. So she didn't know about the lyrics, then how would she know it was misogynistic? Hmm? Hmm? Huh, Taylor? <laughs> How'd you know it was misogynistic if you didn't hear the lyrics? Huh? You lying bitch? Oh, and then we got you on video saying, I love those lyrics, and everyone's gonna be mad, and I'm gonna be like, haha, I knew about the whole time. Until the song's released, and everyone's like, fuck Kanye, and she's like, oh shit. Yeah, yikes, fuck Kanye, ha ha ha, I'm queen of girl squads now, I can't be out here approving lyrics like that, and she just lied, she just fucking lied, and you guys, <laughs> when I say that night, the night of July 18th, 2016, that shit on the internet hit the fucking fan, that is, like, that can't even do it justice. I can't even describe to you guys how much utter fucking chaos it was on the internet. You guys know that scene in Mean Girls 
um, when they're, like, all, like, the burn book gets found out, and then all the girls are, like, fighting in the hallway, like, it's a, um, like, they're, like, out in the safari, and, like, Regina George is just standing on top of the steps, like, watching her work unfold. That's exactly what it was like, but on Twitter. Like, it was a fucking shit show. It was like, there was fires, people were screaming, and there's Kim just on the top of the Twitter steps with a little smirk on her face, watching it all go down. The hashtag Taylor Swift is over party was like the number one trending hashtag in the world for like hours. And let me just tell you guys, that hashtag was lit. That hashtag was so fucking lit. You guys. I have never been happier on the internet in my entire life. Like, literally nothing in the, on the internet has ever made me happier than the night of July 18th, 2016 at the Taylor Switches Over Party on Twitter. It was fucking madness. Madness. I wish I could even describe to you guys how fucking crazy it was, but it was just, like, sheer panic everywhere. Like, Taylor Swift fans were, like, screaming, and people were just, like, jumping ship on the Taylor Swift fan boat, and people were, like, screaming Kim's name, like, loving her, which was a rarity, and shit was just crazy. Celebrities were getting involved, and then celebrities were, like, fighting with each other very publicly it was fucking madness it was so crazy I stayed up until 2 a.m that night even though I had to get up for work at 5 I stayed up until 2 a.m just reading tweets I was texting my sister like every 10 seconds like giving her updates it was fucking crazy it was so crazy and funny fact is that's actually kind of why I started this podcast so without that this podcast might have never been started because that was like how I mean I like liked celebrity gossip so and so every now and then but like that night was like the flip that like turned everything around like that was like when I became addicted to celebrity gossip because that night was so crazy and I just like was like this is a different feeling for me I'm fucking obsessed with this and I need to make this my life and I did and then it turned into this podcast so all because of that tweet there's this podcast so I mean thanks Kim she's my ride or die y'all she's my ride or die and y'all know that so um it was just fucking madness and Taylor Swift was just nowhere to be found. It was silent from Taylor's camp for hours. I mean, she released a statement the next day, but let me tell you, it felt like centuries because shit was just going down for hours and this bitch had nothing to say. Um, And so then the next day, she released a statement. Let me see if I can find it. Sorry, I'm, like, so unprofessional. Um, She released a statement on Twitter. Like, you know when you, like, type notes on your iPhone and then, like, screenshot it and put it on Twitter? She did that because she's fucking ghetto. And she... Her claim is that she approved... Because in the video, there's... The video shows her approving the lyrics. Um, I still think me and Taylor might still have sex. But there's no video of her approving the lyrics... Because I made that bitch famous. So this little sneaky mole rat was like, 
oh, there's no video of me saying that. So I'm just going to fucking ride the coattail that I never proved the word bitch. She, that was her cross to die on. That was her sword to die on. That was her hill to die on. She was like, oh, they don't have video of me saying I proved the word bitch. So I'm just going to take that and I'm going to fucking go with it. And boy, did she. She said, Where's the video of Kanye telling me he's going to call me that bitch in his song? It doesn't exist because it never happened. You don't get to control someone else's emotional response to be calling that bitch in front of the entire world. Of course I wanted to like the song. I wanted to believe in Kanye when he told me I would love the song. I wanted us to have a friendly relationship. He promised to play the song for me, but he never did. While I wanted to be supportive of Kanye on the phone call, you cannot approve a song you've never heard. Being falsely painted as a liar when I was giving, never given the full story or played any part of the song is character assassination. I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative, one that I never asked to be part of since 2009. So that was her f- official statement. And the caption to that was, that moment when Kanye West secretly records your phone call and then Kim posts it on the internet. Like, she's trying to be cute. Let's break this shit down. First of all, it's clearly a fucking lie, because why would you ever, ever, ever care more about being called a bitch over saying someone's gonna have sex with you? Like, the first lyric that she approved, there's video of it, says, I think me and Taylor still might have sex. Like, that is more degrading than being called a bitch. That this rapper in front of millions of people is saying that he's going to have sex with you, but God forbid he calls you a bitch. And not even a bitch in, like, a mean way. And a bitch is just, like, an endearment term. Like, I say bitch all the time just to refer to someone, but I don't mean they're, like, a bitch. And that's exactly what the song means. Like, because I made that bitch famous. He isn't calling her bitch. He's just using that as a term of endearment. To, like, speak of, like, a woman, which, I mean, whether you approve of that or not, like, he wasn't meaning it in a malicious way, and it's very obvious from the song. But since there's no video of her approving that, she was just like, oh, I'm gonna take this and run with it. So, like, why would you ever care that he called you a bitch over the fact that he said he's gonna have sex with you? That doesn't make any sense. So it's clear you found a fucking loophole And you're making yourself even bigger of a liar, even though you're like, I can't believe you guys are calling me a liar. Being, sorry, quote unquote, being falsely painted as a liar. Girl, you're lying right now and you're fucking a statement. (laughs) Also, um, how could you have never heard the song or approved the lyrics, but way back when when the song first came out, you said that you warned him against releasing misogyn- that misogynistic song. But how did you know it was misogynistic if you never heard those lyrics? Huh? Huh, Taylor? Tell us, bitch. Tell us, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You couldn't because you're lying. Because your web of lies is so fucking big, you can't even fucking keep track of it. Even though you literally have people to keep track of it for you, you still can't manage to keep track of it. Because way back when it came out in February, you're like, I warned him against releasing misogynistic song. But then you're like, I never heard those misogynistic lyrics. How could I ever approve that when I've never heard them? <laughs> also, at the very end, that you would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. One that you never asked me a part of. Um, I can think of a few other people who would like to be excluded from your narrative, Taylor Swift. Let's see, Joe Jonas, 
Camilla Bell, who all she ever did was date your ex-boyfriend after you guys broke up. Um, Harry Styles, who you lied about continuously in front of all of his colleagues. I mean, everyone in Hollywood is his colleague. And made a fool of at award shows, even though the songs that you claim are about him were written, produced, and released before you guys even broke up. So I'm pretty sure he would like to not be a part of this narrative. Um, Katy Perry, who you wrote Bad Blood about, even though all she was doing was sticking up for her backup dancers that you fired unfairly, she would probably like not to be a part of this narrative. Uh, John Mayer, who you had a quick fling with, and then called the song Dear John, where you call him a terrible person. He would probably also like to be excluded from this narrative. Um, Nicki Minaj, who was just trying to speak out about racism, but then you had to make an attack on yourself. She probably wouldn't want to be a part of that narrative that you made her a part of. Um, yeah, just like a ton of fucking people who didn't want to be a part of your narrative, but as long as it's you're in control of it, it's okay to ruin people's lives. But when someone puts you in their narrative, even after you approve it, then it's not okay then that's not okay. Because at least Kanye called you and got your approval. All these other people, you didn't bother asking if they would like to be a part of the narrative. So I'm sorry, you can't pick and choose what narrative you want to be a part of when you're ruining people's lives with your lies and narratives. Also, a narrative she didn't ask to be a part of since 2009. So she's going to bring up the 2009 event again just to remind you guys Remember, you guys, Kanye's the villain. Because now everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, Kanye, that 2009 thing when he interrupted her on stage. So she had to bring up the 2009 thing, even though it's literally not relevant at this point. But she had to bring it up just to remind you guys that Kanye's the villain and she's the victim of Kanye West. Even though, as we talked about in the last episode, all Kanye West was trying to do was speak out against racism in the music industry, just like what Nicki Minaj was going to do. But Taylor has no time for racism um, because she can't be a victim of it. So she doesn't have time for it. So she wants to remind you guys that 2009 happened, and remember, she's been a victim ever since. (sighs) Can you guys believe this shit? Can you guys fucking believe this shit? So then, I mean, shit's still kind of fucking crazy. Um, People are hating Taylor Swift. Like, people stopped being fans overnight. And people went to her Instagram and flooded her Instagram comments with snake emojis and Kim Kardashian like was like, wait, is it National Snake Day? Well, wow, they really do have a day for everyone. Oops, I mean everything. And she like posted a ton of snake emojis. So then after that, people like swarmed Taylor Swift's comment section on her Instagram with snake emojis, like by the millions. There was millions upon millions of snake emojis on every single one of her pictures she has ever posted. And so then this bitch had to fucking block the snake emoji on Instagram because you can like block certain emojis or words from showing up on your page. So this bitch had to block the snake emoji on Instagram because people were just like, you're a snake. <laughs> um, and then. So that all happened in the summer, which by the way, Taylor Swift like wasn't having a good summer. We're going to kind of jump back a month. Um, so for the, for the end of, for like 2015, 2016, Taylor Swift had been dating Calvin Harris and, um, they broke up. So we're going to go back a month before the 
July stuff happened. We're going to go back to June. So they had broke up June 3rd. Um, after they'd been dating for, like, over a year. And they both released a statement saying, like, it's just not right for us, but we, like, still love and respect each other so much. Blah, blah, blah. Typical, like, celebrity breakup release. But they were, like, still following each other. They were still, like, liking each other's stuff. So everyone was like, oh, they, like, broke up so amicably. Like, they're so mature. Then, June 15th, Taylor is seen kissing Tom Hiddleston. So, her and Calvin broke up after over a year on June 3rd, and on June 15th, Taylor seen kissing Tom Hiddleston. But then, y'all, people wanted to remind us, like, hey, remember the first Monday in May at the Met Gala when there was a video of Taylor Swift dancing with Tom Hiddleston and Calvin Harris wasn't there? Do you guys remember that? Remember when Taylor Swift was dancing with Tom Hiddleston all night and drunk when her boyfriend Calvin Harris wasn't there? Oh, now her and Calvin Harris broke up a month later. Oh, and then a week later she's kissing Tom Hiddleston, the guy she was dancing with at the Met Gala when she was dating Calvin Harris. So people think that she cheated on Calvin Harris, and I do too. I really think she did cheat on him. Oh, and by the way, her and Calvin broke up by text. I just want to let you guys know that. Remember when she um, ruined Joe Jonas' life for breaking up with her over a 25-second phone call? Yeah, her and Calvin broke up over text. So I just like want to let you guys know that little tidbit. So then that whole oh we're friends like um we like relevant and respect each other that the statement that they had released on june 3rd yeah that was done that was done Ta- on june 15th when those fucking pictures were released um tom or not tom calvin harris deleted every picture of him and taylor Swift together he unfollowed her on every social media platform and then <laughs> He snapped. Sister snapped. So, at this time... So, Calvin Harris had released um, a song with Rihanna during... That was, like, super popular. Um, It was, like, This Is What You Came For, that song. Well, Taylor Swift wrote the song secretly, and she sang backup vocals on it, but she used, like, a fake name so that no one would know it was her. But Calvin Harris, like, produced the whole song. Um... And so then at that same time, like, right after they broke up, Taylor Swift's team, like, revealed that she was, like, this secret writer and singer on the song. Even So then everyone was, like, taking credit for Calvin Harris's big song. Like, he, they were like, oh, so it's all Taylor Swift's work, and that's, like, why it's so good. And it was, like, really hurtful for Calvin Harris because he was like, I worked, like, really hard on that song. Like, I'm the producer of that song. Like, I made all the music on that song. I produced all the vocals, like all this like I worked really hard but now her team wants to come out and say like oh she wrote it and she sang on it so that like I'm not gonna get any credit from it so he sister snapped on Twitter let me tell you he went off he tweeted I know you're off on tour and you need to try to try and bury someone like Katy Perry etc but I'm not that guy sorry I won't allow it I figure you're happy in your new relationship you should focus on that instead of trying to tear down your ex-boyfriend for something to do hurtful to me at this point that her and her team would go so far out of their way to try to make me look bad at this stage though and people lost it because not only did he reveal to us that bad blood and this whole feud 
and that Katy Perry's victim of Taylor Swift is true because he said, I know you're trying to find someone new to try and bury, like Katy Perry. So he confirmed that Katy Perry is just a poor victim of Taylor Swift's mean girl habits. But then he also revealed that he's not fucking happy about this new relationship that Taylor's in because he was like, I know you're in a new relationship and you try to try to focus on that instead of try to tear down your ex-boyfriend. So not this bitch spilled the tea. I was parched and he gave me water. I was parched. He gave me water. He answered all of our questions. Katy Perry confirmed. Cheating on him? Confirmed. Um, she likes to tear people do she likes to tear people down for fun confirmed so all this happened like two weeks before the Kim and Kanye thing happened I guess it was like three weeks but like three weeks before the Kim and Kanye thing happened so like let me tell you Taylor was not having a good summer so people are already like a little wary on her because they're like wait so you are mean to Katy Perry for fun you do like to try to pe- like ruin people for fun and you may or may not have cheated on Calvin Harris for fun what the fuck and so people were like already wary but then like when the Kim and Kanye thing happened I think that's why it blew up so much because then it was like it was like three weeks later and people were like Jesus like (laughs) this is never ending like we're all out here exposing Taylor Swift this summer like summer 2016 was a bad time for Taylor Swift and it was the best time for all of us um, so yeah, that was a terrible summer for her, and her and Tom Hiddleston broke up in, like, September, and she went into hiding, and then in October, Kim and, Kim got, like, that's, like, when her whole robbery in Paris happened, when she was, like, bound, gagged, tied up, she, like, assaulted, not sexually, just, like, physically assaulted and, like, held at fucking gunpoint and robbed of all of her diamonds. That happened October. And then in November, Kanye West went to, um, he had, like, a breakdown on stage and he got checked into a mental hospital for a few weeks. So you would think that, like, Taylor would leave them alone, right? Like, poor Kim got fucking bound and gagged and robbed at gunpoint Kanye had a mental breakdown because he was so worried about his wife and he was, like, overworking himself trying to keep his tour going while his whole family's, like, falling apart. And so he had to go to fucking a mental hospital for for a few weeks. So you would think that, like, you know, (laughs) people would leave Kim and Kanye alone. Taylor would leave Kim and Kanye alone. Oh, before I move on, let me just tell you guys that when all this was going down... Like, with the Calvin Harris thing, Katy Perry responded, and she was said, all she tweeted was, time, the ultimate truth teller. And then when all the Kim and Kanye stuff went down, Camilla Bell came out of the fucking woodwork, and she said, no need for revenge and karma, no re- no need for revenge, because karma will eventually kept up, catch up to those people, and if you're go- lucky, God will let you watch firsthand. So we are all like, Damn! But yeah, so then flash forward, all that crazy stuff happens with Kim and Kanye. So you'd think that Taylor would just fucking move on with her life because she got caught and these people do not need anything extra in their lives because they're going through a lot. But no. So we didn't hear for her from her for like almost a year. The world was a better place. The days were longer. The sun was brighter. The air was clearer. Then August 2017... Taylor deletes everything on her Instagram, and then a few days later, she starts posting, like, very cryptic videos of snakes, because she can't just fucking let things go. 
And then she announced her new album called Reputation, and she released the first song, and it's called Look What You Made Me Do. And she released a video with it as well. And she mocks Katy Perry. But then this fucking psycho bitch, evil, manipulative, crazy person mocks Kim's robbery. Who the fuck (laughs) would mock someone getting bound and gagged and robbed at gunpoint? Who would do something like that? Like, literally, you have to be so fucking crazy. And at the same time, you're not the victim of that situation, Taylor. You let people destroy Kanye and call him every name in the book because you were embarrassed and your feminism brand was going to hurt if you admitted that you approved those lyrics. And all that Kim was doing was fucking defending her family against the thousands and millions of people that you let talk shit about them. They gave you months to come out and tell the truth, but you won it, and all these people wanted to ruin Kanye, and so finally Kim had enough, and she was like, I'm gonna fucking defend my family against this lying bitch who will not uh, just admit to the truth. So, like, you're not the victim, Taylor. (laughs) You made this bed for yourself. So, yeah, she mocks Kim's robbery in it. Like, it opens, not the opening scene, but, like, the second scene is her sitting in a bathtub full of diamonds, which, by the way, Kim got robbed of all of her diamonds, and when the robbers bound and gagged her, they put her in a bathtub. So, she's in a bathtub full of diamonds, so, once again, Kim's diamonds all got taken, and she was put in a bathtub, and Taylor puts a diamond necklace in her mouth, and it looks like it's gagging her, just like Kim was gagged, and then she makes her fingers into, like, a gun, and she points and shoots. You know, just like how Kim was held at fucking gunpoint by five men who were screaming at her in a language she didn't understand. Not that that's not fucking traumatic. But Taylor Swift somehow makes herself the victim, so she decides it's okay to mock someone's violent robbery. You have to be such a moralist person to ever do that. Whether you like Kim or not, to do something like that is so crazy. Like, you have to be a sick person to do that. And I know that it's, like, more personal to me because I'm a ride or die for Kim. But, like, I mean, really. Like, you have to be a fucked up person to mock someone's violent robbery where they thought they were going to die. When Kim talked about it, she said the last thought she had in her head when she thought she was going to die was because she was staying in a hotel with her sister, Courtney. She said, I hope that Courtney can go on to live a normal life after she sees my dead body in the hotel room. Like, fucked up shit. And Taylor mocks it in her fucking music video. She is so gross. (laughs) And then the whole music video is like, there's like snakes and stuff. Because she just can't admit, like, she can't grow up and admit that she's wrong. Like, she's like, oh, I'm going to take back the snakes and make it my narrative. But it's like, you were wrong. You were being a snake. Like, it's not something for you to take back. It's not something for you to control the narrative of. You were in the wrong. Either just ignore it and move on with your life or own up and apologize for it. But what you shouldn't do is try to 
make it like a joke and like rebrand yourself as a snake because so many people called you a snake like that's not the right thing to do listen I live for pettiness but that is not the right thing to do you are wrong there's video of you being wrong people were hurt by it all your fans were hurt by it so instead of mocking the whole situation how about you grow up learn from it admit that you're wrong and say I can do better this bitch is gonna be 30 next year by the way 30 years old and she's currently on her reputation tour and the whole tour is like snake themed so instead of just admitting she was wrong and learning a fucking lesson she makes her whole tour snake themed because she thinks she's so fucking clever and funny it's like you were wrong you were being a snake you let some guy be called a misogynistic pig and creep all because you didn't want to lose money off your feminism branding once you realized, oh, shit, people don't like that lyric. But you're still out here in 2017, or 2018, two years later, being on a fucking tour where you make the whole thing snake-themed. Like, grow the fuck up! Um, And in that song, by the way, she says, I don't like the role you made me play, the role of the fool. I mean, that's not the exact lyric, but... um. She said that, like, Kanye made her play the role of the fool. And it's like, baby girl, you did that to yourself. (laughs) You didn't have to do all this. You're still out here doing all this. And no one's making you do all of this. But here you are, still doing all that. (sighs) Do you guys, like, see now, like, why I hate Taylor Swift? And, like, don't get me wrong. Because, like, I don't want to come off as a fake bitch. Do I think her music bops? Hell yes. She puts out some bangers. Let me tell you. But she's just such a terrible person. It's just so crazy that like... Here we, we're going to deep dive into feminism real quick. People want to... The whole world wants to talk shit about Kim Kardashian and say that she's a terrible person. And that Taylor's like this sweet innocent angel. When the bad person in the situation is Taylor Swift, but the only reason people think that Kim Kardashian is bad is because she shows off her body and, like, it's so sexist. Like, Kim has never really done anything to anyone. She keeps people's names out of her mouth. She, I mean, aside from, like, the past two months where she's just trying everything she can to save her fucking marriage, so she's going along with whatever Kanye said. Other than that, Which we're just going to ignore for the point of this conversation because I don't know what's happening to Kim right now. And I, until I can get a better grasp on it, I can't talk about it. But everything up until these past two months, Kim's like never done anything bad. She's like never really talked shit about anyone. She's never really had any like public feuds with anyone. She kind of just keeps to her own damn self. The only feud she has is like with her sisters and that's like fucking normal. But people hate Kim. I mean, when that robbery thing happened, people were, like, mocking her, saying that she was lying, saying that she should have been raped and killed. Every day I read Kim Kardashian articles, yeah, what's up? And people in the comments say, like, they want her and her whole family to be murdered. But Kim has never really done anything to upset anyone. I mean, she's never talked shit about anyone. You know what I mean? Like, Taylor Swift... Here's people out here saying that Taylor Swift is, like, such a good role model for little girls to this day. But here's all the evidence that she's manipulative, a liar, like, 
overall terrible person, but just because Kim Kardashian shows off her body, she's a trash person and she like deserves to be killed. Like that's what I was trying to say last episode when I said we're going to talk about feminism is that like Kim isn't the bad person in this situation. Taylor Swift is the bad person, but all because Kim Kardashian is confident with her body and has made money off her body and is a woman who doesn't feel like she needs a higher body or and she like makes all of her own money. People hate her and like make her the villain in the media when she really hasn't done anything. And it's like so crazy because like in the media people make Taylor Swift to be like some sweet angel because she like what knits has kittens and wears sweaters but god forbid that Kim Kardashian be confident in her own skin and like show it off listen she's an adult consenting woman she can do whatever the fuck she wants and so can you by the way by if you are an adult consenting woman and you feel confident in your body and you want to show it off on your own social media platform fucking go for it there's nothing wrong with it it doesn't make you a bad person It doesn't make you an evil person. It doesn't mean, like, you don't have morals. It means you're fucking confident and you're ready to rock it. But, like, media is so fucking sexist that they, like, turn the narrative to be, like, if you're a woman who shows off her body on her own terms, you're a bad person. And we're all getting duped by the media. I mean, there's literally nothing wrong with that. But, like, if you're a person who, like, wears sweaters and, like, bakes cookies and you're, like, this sweet angel no matter what else you do... It's so crazy, and, like, I just want you guys to, like, I know people are, like, rolling their eyes right now, and I know me being a ride or die for Kim isn't helping, but, like, it's just so twisted and fucked up, and Taylor Swift, like, definitely plays into it, because, like, overall, Kim Kardashian is a better person morally than Taylor Swift, but because Taylor Swift doesn't show off her body and, like, doesn't really have any sexuality to her somehow she's a better person in everyone's eyes and like that doesn't make sense you shouldn't be teaching girls that like that like like lesson like if you don't want to show off your body and if you want to be like a prude shy person that's perfectly okay but if you are the complete opposite that's perfectly okay too as long as you're a consenting adult there's nothing wrong with either one but the fact that like people hate their kardashians with like a passion when all they've ever done is just kind of keep to themselves and, like, work really hard, like, to make money and have their own money is so crazy. And, like, people that say, like, you know what, I'm not even going into this whole thing. Should I just do a whole episode on the Kardashians? Why haven't I thought about that so far? Wow, I definitely will. Ooh, I'm gonna do it when I'm on vacation with my sister because my sister is a very big feminist who does not really feed into, like, the Kardashians as much as I do, like, almost not at all. But she's a fucking Kim supporter, so she'll get in on it. So, yeah, that'll come later this month. Um, But I just want to, like, tell you, like, I just want you guys to see, like, just, like, how much, like, media, like, manipulates women to be, like, villains just because they are in control of themselves. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it's so true. Like, if a woman is in control of herself and her sexuality and her body and she does it on her own terms, people are, like, trained to think that's, like, bad and that she's, like, less of a person because of it. And it's not true. But then there's people here out here, like Taylor Swift, who, like, will destroy lives and, like, 
support feminism only for to get more money and people still to this day think that she's like some angel person and it's just so fucked up it's like so gross like it's just so gross um but yeah that's pretty much all i have for this episode i hope you guys liked part two of bad reputation um yeah taylor swift is out on her reputation tour right now i'm sure some of you have gone i will not go um but yeah, she's out there on tour and Kim and Kanye never have spoken up against the whole like reputation tour or album or anything because they're like, listen, we've got three kids like we don't fucking care. And like Kim came out and said, like, the only reason I like put out those videos is because like I wanted to protect my husband. It wasn't about like revenge or like trying to destroy her. I just like wanted to protect my husband's image. That's all it was about. It was like protecting my family. So... Yeah, but then Taylor Swift had to be like, well, I'm going to make my whole fucking album and tour about, like, snakes and, like, reputation and, like, make all these songs about you guys, even though, like, I have video proof that I was wrong. Oh, you guys, she's so crazy. Um, But, yeah, that's it. And then I will see you guys on Sunday for our regular program. Bye, guys.